Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. And today I just want to tell you a little bit about Michaela. And Michaela was in the first round of the From Imposter to Empowered program. And when she came to me, she was really resonating with all of my content. She loved what I was doing, but she had stories around not being able to afford anything and especially not being able to afford the From Imposter to Empowered program. And when she came to me and she finally decided to take the leap, what we found was she had a really deep unworthiness wound around love and being loved. And she didn't feel worthy because of a past relationship and from anything else that was in her past. And this was bleeding over into her business. And she just didn't really see the relation until we started to do the deep uncovering work that we do within the first few weeks of the From Imposter to Empowered program. And once we did that work and peeled back the layers, she found this unworthiness wound that was affecting her ability to sign clients. And we actually did a session of breath work while we are in the program. You do a couple sessions of that throughout the program when you join. And she had a lot of resistance to it. And I had to call her out on her shit and say, why are you holding on to this old story? What is behind it? How is it protecting you? And she was able to uncover that wound and really let it go. And she messaged me just recently and was like, I signed my first high ticket paying client. And it was so exciting to hear her say that I was so excited for her because I knew that it was a result of her doing that deep mindset work and doing the work of clearing the drain. We always talk about unclogging the drain on this podcast and in my programs because when you are coming into the online space and you're having a lot of issues with imposter syndrome or a negative mindset or a fixed mindset or you just don't believe that things are possible for you, you see other people signing clients and doing things and you have these stories like because I come from this type of family or this type of environment or because I work full-time you have all these stories that contribute as to why but you never really take the time to dig deep into them so you know them on a conscious level maybe or maybe there's a subconscious piece of it where you don't even know that something is affecting you until you bring light to it and that's what happened with Michaela so in doing the mindset work she was able to push past these limiting ideas and beliefs and create new empowering stories and consistently using them to empower her each day and led her to signing her first high ticket client and that is just a tiny fraction of the results in the From Imposter to Empowered program. And I'm just so excited for you, Michaela. And I can't wait to see what you create in your business. So today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, that feeling of not being an authority in the online space. And you know what? Authority gets thrown around a lot. I feel like um, like last year, there was a lot of business coaches and the like using terminology like how to establish your authority and really what it just means is like embodying the leadership skills that you need for someone to see you and be like this person can help me 
And I mean, I have my thoughts about this. I don't think you necessarily need to be in this like almighty powerful position in order to change somebody's life. I myself am a very quiet leader. So I like lead by example. I'm really open and transparent and authentic. Um, and there are some people who are more like assertive and powerful and like they command your attention when they walk in a room. So I think it's important to identify that there's different types of leadership. And if you feel like you need to show up in a way online that is like really like in your face and excessive and that doesn't feel like your personality, then you obviously are shaming yourself into thinking you need to be a certain way, which of course is not something that encourages authenticity. Actually, one of my past coaches, Kaylee, she is a really laid back coach. Like she's really laid back. I was drawn to her energy because it was, I don't give a fuck and I know I'm worthy no matter what. So she was unapologetic about her prices. She was unapologetic of how she showed up she does like paid sales calls guys like like she literally says like you have to pay me to to get on a sales call and utilize my time and something that I've noticed um with my subconscious is I have been subconsciously reaching out to coaches who embody that I really don't care but I care in a good way in terms of like I care about my audience and my clients but I have really good boundaries and like good energetic boundaries so I wanted to start this off with there's different kinds of leadership and don't think because we're talking about authority in this episode that you need to be this almighty assertive type of person to make waves in the online space. You can have your authentic personality shine through and it doesn't have to look the same as somebody else who you think makes more than you or whatever because there are so many people exceeding the online space there are so many millionaires and billionaires and people that own businesses and coaching businesses and all all that that um have different types of personalities and we can all make money everybody listening to this me and you we can all make money and the disconnect is that you believe that you can't so if you believe that you can't or you have before and you don't think you can like create it again or whatever you have a subconscious story or a conscious story that is blocking that and I mean that's all the work that we do but I'm so happy you're here so getting back to this authority piece is something that I think you may be missing is not missing but you may be putting other people on a pedestal and it's easy to do this so it's easy to come into the space and see what everybody else is doing and admire people. So I get people all the time being like, I love what you're doing. I so resonate with your content. And that makes me feel really, really good. And I remember, um, I remember a coach asking me last year being like, so who do you look up to? And I was like, I don't really look up to anybody. And she was like, Oh, and I was like, and I mean that in a way of, I don't think it's healthy to put anybody on a pedestal or to think that somebody has it all figured out. I did that with Reese from Yes Supply and when I actually started working with her, I was like, oh, she's a real human too. And it's funny because like she seems to have it all together as we all kind of portray, but she seems to have it all together and she's amazing. Don't get me wrong, but like she's like, no, fuck that. I'm a human too. Like I have things that affect me as well and I get scared every time we hire somebody new to the team even though she runs like a million dollar business you know what I mean so obviously that is a very obvious part 
when it comes to it is like everybody is a human it doesn't matter if they're a celebrity if they make lots of money if they're a huge coach in the online space we're all just humans trying to get through life and I think that was also something I had to realize when I made more money is like making more money really didn't do anything to me it just amplified who I already was and that's very important because I think we have a lot of representations in the media as we grow up especially as women that rich women are like evil or greedy or you think about like Corella Deville she fucking skinned puppies which is actually really fucked up damn how did no one talk about that when we were kids but we have all these representations of women who are rich or who have lots of money as like evil and the thing is is if somebody is a shitty person money is going to amplify that and if somebody is a good person money is going to amplify that and that's something that I want you to know is that like whether you're making a thousand dollars in your business or zero or a hundred or five hundred or five thousand or ten thousand like it's not going to change who you are because you are who you are obviously if you're unhappy with how you are then you can like do that work on yourself if you have the awareness around like as long as it's not an expectation of somebody else you really think you know what I don't like this about myself it's not conducive to my highest self and then you can obviously work on that but we all think that money is gonna turn us evil and the thing is like it absolutely doesn't so I just wanted to say that um and I realized that it doesn't matter how much money somebody has we all still have the same human bodies that experience fear and excitement and anxiety and that law of divine oneness being like we're all connected has helped me at certain times because I'm like this is just a circumstance that is creating a feeling in me that somebody else could easily be having with just a different circumstance and it's nice to know that I'm not the only one especially as a business owner whenever I speak the truth about like feeling nervous about expenses or profit margins or like debt that I've incurred from my business and feeling the shame of that people really resonate with it because they're like oh my god yeah like that's what I've been thinking and feeling but it's just like imposter syndrome we're so afraid to talk about it and I will never be that person who doesn't talk about like my fears and the things that are coming up for me as I run my business because I think it's really important to be transparent and it kind of like knocks down the fourth wall you know how on like reality tv when they like knock down the fourth wall it knocks down that wall in terms of being like hey I'm an imposter syndrome expert but I also really suffer with it myself and nobody is immune to emotion or negative emotion or fear or whatever so it's really important to not put other people on a pedestal Because what this also does is it teaches you not to trust yourself and to look to others for guidance. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about this before on my stories or what have you, in which um, when you're constantly looking to other people for guidance and constantly like you can't make a decision. And as an entrepreneur, it's quick decisions. Like you need to be able to make a fucking decision and just go with it and know that basically everything that you're doing you're probably gonna change at some point you know like I have this ideal situation from the summer where I was like I'm gonna solidify my product suite and everything is gonna be perfect once I do that and it it wasn't I literally just changed it like two weeks ago so I think it's important to note that as an entrepreneur you are going to be constantly changing everything that you're doing you're going to be making a decision dealing with the consequences from that decision and then moving forward And it's funny because I observe people that are in business, who I follow and who I have in my space and everything, who take a long time to make decisions and they 
question themselves the most so if you are somebody who it took you like a really long time to like start your business or even like start your podcast or do something like that you've been sitting on things for a while that shows me that you don't trust yourself because if you don't trust yourself you're sitting there thinking is this the right decision so what we are subconsciously programmed to do is we look to other people. This may be how you get caught in the comparison cycle. You you start scrolling on Instagram and you see somebody else who has a podcast or somebody else who did this and you start observing what they're doing and like doing it that way because you believe it's right because they're benefiting from it. But, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, I was talking to my client actually this week and I said this quote to her which I don't really believe in market research. I'm going to say it, but I don't really believe in market research. And that's because if Henry Ford were to have asked people what they wanted in terms of transportation, they would have said faster horses. That is his quote. They would have said faster horses. And sometimes our audience doesn't always know what's best for them. And this is when you need to go inside of yourself because you cannot create something that you're not super excited about. It's going to be really hard to sell. And even if you do sell it, if you don't enjoy it, like what's the fucking point of having your business if you're not going to enjoy doing something, you know, like... My guess is as an entrepreneur, you have come into this space looking for a creative outlet, looking for like to make more money. And if you don't enjoy it, it's going to be really hard to stay consistent and on top of it and motivated. So the reason why I don't necessarily like market research is because you are going to be like asking other people what they think. And it's just like if you were to ask somebody like, hey, how much would you pay for this service and they say like a hundred dollars or something of course everybody is going to shoot low it's just like if I were to walk into a car dealership and they were to say hey like how much do you want this car for I'd be like a hundred bucks here hand me the keys like of course so I don't really love market research and I've never loved doing it because it kind of squashed my own creativity and inspiration and if you have the thought of doing it then you're being led to it for a reason. And even if it doesn't work out the first time you do it or the second time you do it or whatever, if you feel really called to it, I would encourage you to stick with it. And this leads me to talk about how I'm really passionate about the From Imposter to Empowered program. And the first round, I wanted eight people and I got seven. And I could have made that mean that, okay, I didn't sell out this program. It must not be for me, like, whatever. But what I really learned was I'm going to be able to hone in on this messaging and that's why it's a part of my product suite. I'm going to be able to really hone in on exactly how to speak to my audience so they know that this program is fucking phenomenal and they are going to get so much value out of it. So if you're really passionate about something, keep it in your back pocket if it doesn't seem like it's working in quotation marks because really like what are you making it mean when something isn't working how long are you actually giving it etc so this is just a part and parcel to not trusting yourself and looking to others for guidance if you are working with a coach and you are asking them about how to price things and how to do this and how to do that of course you are looking to them for their guidance and for them to ask you really empowering questions but they're not your consultant for your business the whole reason you started a business and this is a very employee mindset type of thinking the whole reason you started it was to be your own ceo to run your business to do the things that you want to do and do it your way so why would you now put your entire business model into somebody else's hands 
again, this is not me saying that you can't like start fresh and have no idea how to get started in terms of marketing and stuff like that. Absolutely. But when you start to become more accustomed to how you work and your energy and what you enjoy doing and you start coming into your own in the online space, but you get so caught up with, is this the right decision? Well, you're never going to know unless you try it. You're never going to be able to learn how to trust yourself if you are constantly just taking what everybody else says at face value and just taking it and deciding that it's right. It's like hiring a coach and doing everything the way that they do their business model, even though it doesn't feel aligned to you. So I've worked with coaches who have many different types of business models and I have noticed that when something doesn't resonate with me I'm like oh this doesn't feel good but it's working for her so I might as well just do it because it's working for her when in reality if it doesn't work for you it's not going to work for you you're not going to be excited about it you're not going to feel empowered behind it so how this relates to putting other people on a pedestal and not feeling like the authority is because you're constantly questioning everything that you're doing. Whenever you do an Instagram story or a mini training or put out an opinion, you feel scared and fearful because you're like, fuck, is somebody going to call me out? Is somebody going to be like, this isn't the right way to go or whatever. And what changes is when you put out your opinion Even if you have a little bit of fear that that someone's going to call you out, you know that this is your path and that you are aligned to your path and that you trust yourself because trusting yourself is always the answer. It is always the answer and we just have to learn how to trust ourselves. I used to get really deep intuitive nudges. I used to be very disconnected from that intuition. I would get the intuitive nudges and get the signs and everything and I would push it all away and I would do things against my better judgment and it never ended up the way that I wanted it to because I knew I was going against myself. And when I finally did things because I wanted to and instead was like, "Mm, I know that this coach is telling me that like I should do this, but I'm going to do this instead. When I did that, I never fail. And again, I don't really condone the concept of failure anyways, because how do we know if something's a failure? Like, even if your launch is a flop, like it doesn't mean it's a failure. It just means you just launch again. Like I've launched a lot of times and a lot of times I've flopped and I just get back up and do it again. You know what I mean? So there's really no such thing as failure. But remember that all your people that you're putting on a pedestal or all these people that you think are doing so much better than you have probably a long list of failures that you would never even begin to know about. And another thing about authority, which I really want to speak to as well really quickly before the end of the episode, is the fact that your ability to put somebody else on a pedestal is your way of putting up another wall between you and your success. And what I mean by that is when you look at somebody and you put them on a pedestal, you are telling yourself, I can't achieve that. You're looking at them and thinking, wow, they're so this, they're so that, they're so rich, they're so empowering, they're so smart. And you're making the distance between what you think you can accomplish and what you want to accomplish, you're making it like greater and greater distance. And because we're separating that person from us, it's just like when you think of your highest self and your highest self is like way too far away from you in which like she's not even somebody you recognize. And I don't condone that. I think we should be looking at our next step type of person. So our next level, so our literal next level selves, which is the person that instead of making 
5k a month you're making 10 and then from 10 you're making 20 instead of thinking you're making zero dollars to making a hundred thousand you know what i mean putting other people on a pedestal and thinking they have it all figured out is just another way for you to enforce a story that you're not good enough and that you're not going to be able to get to where you want to go so my recommendation is fucking take everybody off of a pedestal and put yourself on the goddamn pedestal and be like, I know that I can achieve everything that every person who I put on a pedestal has achieved because they've been in my shoes at one point. Quick decisions, trust yourself, have that knowledge and grounding in yourself and just know that every decision you make will come with a path and you will always be changing things. Everything is moving. Essentially, everything is always in motion. You think once I'm done this page on my website, I'm done my website. No, you're not. You're going to go back and tweak and there's going to be a new program and blah, blah, blah. You're always moving. You're always growing. Your business deserves the CEO that you are. And that means making quick decisions and trusting your gut. Of course, when you have an opportunity to like learn something new, but don't always take it at face value. Think critically about it and think, is this something that I want to do for my business? And know that you need to cultivate that feeling of making decisions in your business as the CEO, because you can hire a team and put off decision making all you want. But at the end of the day, you are your business, your business is an extension of you. And you are the fucking CEO of your business and you are going to have to continue to make these decisions. So you need to learn how to trust yourself now and empower yourself now. So that is the episode. And as you guys know, I only have three ways for you to work with me in 2021. The first is a single session, which is just a two hour session. And then we have the From Imposter to Empowered program, which is a 12 week group program where I take you from imposter to empowered and do all the amazing subconscious and somatic work to help you hit that next level, overcome your inner imposter and release the limiting beliefs and blocks that are stopping you from having the best business and best life ever. And that is currently running right now and you can get on the waitlist for that. And there's also one-to-one coaching, which you can also get on the waitlist for when a spot opens up. And this is all at the work with me link in my show notes. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free three-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story, tagging me at your coach Jill so I can share it on my page. See you next time.